0: Welcome back, Mets fans, to a brand new week of Raise the Apple. There is a lot going on with our New York Mets. As there was last time, the meltdown has hit its peak. The Mets have, or were 1-6 on the road trip, got swept out of Philadelphia. Zach Wheeler with the complete game shutout. And now they sit in third place in the NL East. Uh, two and a half back of the Phillies. The Mets did not have a game last night. Well, they started to against the Nationals, but then uh, the rain came in, so they have a doubleheader starting at 4:10 today. They'll finish the first game as is, and then the second game will be a seven-inning game, which stinks because the Mets, I don't know how many more doubleheaders they're going to have to play, but on the bright side, it is against the Nationals. When you look at the Mets' schedule the rest of the way, they have 20 game, or 20 or 21 games combined with the Marlins and the Nationals, the worst two teams in the division. We know how the Marlins are. The Nationals sold off everybody except Juan Soto pretty much at the deadline. So now you have to deal with the Braves and the Phillies. They only have three games left against the Phillies, and then they end the season, their last game three games of the year are in Atlanta against the Braves, which could, it could come down to whoever wins that wins the division. It could very well come down to that. And of course you got the Phillies. That'll be, I believe at home will be that series. And then, like I said, 2021 games between the Marlins and the nationals, the Mets have, that is the time to make their move because this week is going to get tough. They got the Nats for today and tomorrow then comes probably the hardest part of the schedule and it is coming at the worst possible time. So when the offense has been at its worst and the pitching has taken a step back a little bit, the Dodgers and the Giants are next up. That is not ideal. The Giants were the first team in baseball with 70 wins. The Dodgers, every we all know about the Dodgers. They're the Dodgers, defending world champs. So it does not get easier for the Mets. This, they do have one of the tougher schedules going out the rest of the way. Let me just uh, double check here the, where we're looking at for the rest of the month of August before we have that final stretch run in September as soon as it loads. Alright, so we got the doubleheader today with the Nationals plus the game tomorrow. Then, this is like the weirdest thing I've ever seen with the schedule. So they have the Dodgers at home this weekend. Then next week they head out to San Francisco for three games, then a four-game set in LA against the Dodgers. Then they come then they're off that Monday, and then they come back for three games with the Giants, and then the Nats come in again, and then we're into the month of September. So pretty much this entire month has been played against the Giants and Dodgers. The big games. The rest of them have been all divisional opponents. the the This Dodgers Giants stretch that's about a thirteen game stretch, I believe, is huge. Not not really any way to sugarcoat it. It is a huge stretch when you got the best team in baseball and the Giants record wise, and then on paper the best team in baseball in the Dodgers. The Mets coming in with the offense that have been that has been underperforming of late. Pitching has taken a step back. You don't have Lindor. You don't have Jake. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be tough. Not gonna lie, but I'm optimistic. If the Mets could come away, what did I say? 13, 13 games between the Giants and uh, Dodgers. If they can finish ideally, at the very worst, the Mets need to finish. Uh, let me do math here. If it's a 13-game stretch, they need to finish 7-6. At absolute worst, they need to win out. Or they need to win that, for lack of a better word, win that series. But over that 13-game span. They need to have a winning record during that time. At very worst, 7-6. Ideally, I think the Mets can go 8-5 or 9-4. And, and that's realistically, I think the Mets can go 8-5. Maybe nine and four during that stretch. Now you may be thinking, that's pretty optimistic considering where the Mets are right now and considering where the Giants and Dodgers are right now. Yes, it is, but you know what? When I look at this team, you got a lot of those games are at home, so you got both. You face both those teams at home, and you face both those teams in their place. When the Mets are at home, they're one of the best teams in baseball bottom line they're one of the best teams in baseball at home so they need to take advantage of that win both of those series at home and then if uh let me pull up the schedule again quick i just got rid of it is it it's four in la is it three in san fran or four in san fran i'm pretty sure it's three in san fran so if they can win two out of three Yep, it is three. Okay. The only four games set during that time is in L.A. So if they can win these series two out of three in each of these series, if they can split that series in L.A. at worst-case scenario at two and two, I I think that's a very great sign. I know it sounds very optimistic, but every team, regardless if they are good or bad, has a hot streak. Every team. Some of them sustain. The good teams will sustain it longer and keep it going. The Mets haven't really had a hot streak this year. They've capitalized on underperformance in the division and taking advantage early in the season in the month of May when they had the replacement's Mets out there. The all the all When everybody and their mom was on the injured list, they took advantage of that and were able to win games that maybe in years past they wouldn't win. And having that I, I really do think they could come away with a winning road, uh, stretch here. It's not; it's a mix of home and road, so I don't want to say road trip. But a nice, I think they can have a winning stretch here against the Giants and Dodgers. I really do. We all know how talented this team is, from top to bottom. Right now, they are underperforming. They are all due to catch fire at some point. I t- uh, tweeted it the other day. It's literally the only thing right now. Is every team goes through bad stretches. It just so happens that the Mets' bad stretch is at the worst possible time because it's getting to later part of the season. They have about 50 games or so left in the year, and the Phillies are starting to get their act together at the right time, and the Mets are falling apart at the wrong time. That's pretty much all it is. It's, it is frustrating. I'm not going to lie. It sucked getting swept in Philly over the week over this past weekend it absolutely sucked but i'm not i don't want to quit on this team and i don't think fans should when you look at how talented this is how much optimism and positive energy there was going into the year i mean yeah we haven't had jake since was it, like the middle of july we haven't had jake you have Noah Syndergaard coming back. Uh, Cookie was good. He did give up a three-run homer to Juan Soto last night. But other than that, Cookie's start, uh, first couple starts have looked good. I, and you, uh, Lindor, who's also gone until at least the beginning of September. Javi's had a little uh, back stiffness that he experienced in Miami. This team is well put together from top to bottom. It's just a manage. It's just a matter of time before it all starts to click at once. And Mets fans are going to have to be patient with that. Again, like I've said before, real fans stick by their team through the good runs and the bad runs. Don't give up on their team until there's an E next to their name in the standings that they've been eliminated from postseason contention. Or they get knocked out in the playoffs. Then your season is over. Until that point... The Marlins could go on a crazy run. They still mathematically can make the playoffs. So realistically, so technically speaking, the Marlins can still win the World Series this year. Will they? No. But they, they still can because they're not officially eliminated yet. I don't think anybody is mathematically eliminated from the playoffs yet. But I'm not ready to give up on this team. Neither should any... Mets fans I know it's frustrating I'm not gonna lie it sucks getting swept it sucks losing what is it one and six on the road trip they're like two and eight in their last 10 or something like that the offense has been abysmal pitching has struggled a little bit of the starters have struggled a little bit of late the bullpens continued to thrive it is frustrating I'm not gonna sit here and act like it doesn't it's not annoying and sucks to watch but that's Part of it, you know, it makes winning the World Series that much better when you look back on how the year went. Look at the Nationals in 2019. They were, what was it, like 19-35 and or something like that in May, at at the month of May, and everyone counted them out, and then they finished the year crazy and went on to win the World Series. It's baseball. Anything can happen. That's one of the reasons we love it so much. So I don't think that it's too – I don't think it's – maybe – it's time to maybe be a little concerned and scratch your head a little bit, but I don't think it's worth pressing the, panic bu- pressing the panic button right now or anything like that. I don't think it's that that crazy. With that being said, last night, the Mets, like I said, uh, won Soto with the three-run homer last night, and then the Mets got some momentum going when Pete and Dom had back-to-back doubles to get the Mets on the board. They'll resume that suspended game tonight. Who started? Cookie started last night. Uh, it was a... I mean, weather wasn't really in the forecast. It kind of came out of nowhere. So you did lose a start with Carrasco, but, I mean, that's there's nothing you can really do about that. But if they can win, if they could sweep the doubleheader today or win at least one of them and then win tomorrow, so win the series, that's ideal. That's what the Mets need is to keep winning series. You don't have to sweep every single time You don't have to. Splits. a, A split against the Dodgers in a four game set is ideal. That's a great series for the Mets. Splits or winning series is what we're going for. We are not going. Losing series or getting swept really isn't the best move right now. Especially right now, we can't. The Mets can't let the Phillies get too far away because by the time they start getting going, it could be too late. So the idea right now, keep winning series. Keep grinding it out and uh, keep get the fans behind them. Fans need to get behind this team. You know, players are humans too. They notice all that stuff. They notice fans bashing them on social media and the boos and the you suck chants, all that kind of stuff. Get behind them and you will be amazed. I remember uh, 2019, the series, what was it? It was like end of July through basically the rest of the year when they went on that insane hot stretch that got them within wild card position. They won like 17 of 18 or something like that, or 15 or 16 or something crazy like that. And that city field was rocking the entire time. That's what they need right now. They need every Mets fan to be behind them. I know it's tough right now, but that's part of being a fan. And I think having the support from the fans, they already have the support from the front office staff. You had Zach Scott speaking yesterday, just basically calling them out, saying the team's been underperforming. Uh, Luis Rojas's job is safe. You, you got the support from up top. Now you need the support from the fans, and these guys can really make something special happen. It's going to be a dogfight the rest of the way. It's winning series is what it's all about right now. Right now they need to win every series and capitalize on every possibility that they can be, before the Phillies get potentially get too far away. Now, the Phillies could absolutely collapse. I don't know if that'll happen or not, but the Phillies could very well collapse and just fall apart at the end, but the Braves will still be there. The Braves have been kind of consistent pretty much the whole year. They have underperformed, but they've been consistently underperforming all year. So we're definitely not out of the woods yet, but when you got twenty of at least twenty of your last fifty games against the bottom two teams in your division, that's when that's now is the time for the Mets to pick up extra wins, so that way they can they are not necessarily relying on sweeps against the Phillies and Braves those last two series of the year. I don't know if the if the Phillies is the second to last series not. I know they are in Atlanta to finish the year. I don't know when the Phillies series is. Sometime in September. But right now, you don't want to be in a position where you need to sweep those teams. You need to win the series. So hopefully, things can start picking up. I think today's a great day for things to pick up in Queens. I'm not worried. You shouldn't be worried. Yes, maybe it is. it is frustrating. Yes, maybe a little head-scratcher. But overall, I'm optimistic about this team. I think they have what it takes to make a run at this thing. Just the fan base, got to get behind them. That's really the bottom line. Yes, the offense has to pick up, but I think the another big thing is the fans need to need to have their back. Mets fans are a hard group to please, to say the least, but I definitely think this team can make a run at it. I definitely think they're due for a hot streak, and I think it'll be a lot sooner than you may think. So that being said, Let's talk about what's going on around the rest of Major League Baseball. Starting with tomorrow is the Field of Dreams game in Iowa. They The White Sox and Yankees will be playing. Carlos Rodon an AL Cy Young candidate was supposed to start. He went on the IL just a little bit ago. Tony La Russa the White Sox manager also won't be there because he has a family funeral to attend to. But it is going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to watch it. I hope if like Guys aren't running onto the field like coming through the corn like in the movie. I think that is a, a huge disappointment. I'm not gonna lie. I would love, I want to see guys running like through the corn like in the movie. I think that'd be so cool. But also, what the league is doing is there was apparently talks that the league is uh, negotiating with Dave Portnoy and Barstool Sports with the possibility of a broadcasting deal. Uh, very mixed. Reviews on that, uh, considering a lot of people do not like things that Dave Portnoy has said in the past, just in general, not about baseball, just controversial things that he has said in the past. So some fans are very hesitant on that. Personally, I, I kind of like the idea. I think Barstool's got a great popularity going right now, especially with, you know, starting nine and the You Gotta Believe, which is the Barstool Mets podcast. Their Barstool Sports has, is growing very quickly, and I think that'd be a great move for MLB in general, also if they got rid of blackouts, but that's an argument for another day. But we got the dog days of summer right now. It's time to get behind the guys, and it's time to go win the whole damn thing. With that being said, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode, kind of like a state of the Mets address, for, for lack of a better word. But it is time, it, right now is the time to not worry yet. If it's in September and it's still like this, then yes, it is time to worry. But I'm not worried yet, and neither should you. Let's get behind the guys this week, and let's go win some ball games. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Make sure you follow on Twitter, RT underscore pod. And we will see you guys next time. Let's go Mets. Still with legends